Patrick Hillier is an absolute legend, a really, really cool guy. He's one of the funnest clients that we've had to work with because he's a phenomenal bloke, but he's also had astronomical progress. If you're someone who's stuck in a rut, who's not making the progress they should, you may be drinking a little bit too much, you're not progressing in terms of your career as a dad, as a partner, then you should definitely watch this because Patrick has managed to completely turn his life around from a point where he wasn't doing so well and he was having a fair few issues to now where he's absolutely dominating everything every single day. We're live, bruh. There we go. Take three. Um, <laughs> when I first started, I was 122 kilos. I was in a bad way, overweight. I was bad to my kids. I was very short-tempered. Didn't like the way I was waking up. I was really lost. My mind was all over the shop. I couldn't really think clearly. I needed some fucking help and thank goodness I found one of your ads on Instagram and, and got things rolling. How'd you get to that stage, man? Because it's not like all of a sudden you wake up, you're 120 kilos being a prick. Like, yeah, how, so how did you get there? What it was, it was this, it was construction work over many, many years. I used to do the construction, fly work, did those long swings. You'd just go to work and you'd go and drink piss with the boys after work. You'd drink, I'd probably have 12 stubbies and I was a heavy drinker. And then it was just a cycle. It was just a routine. And if you weren't doing that, you weren't like really considered as a worker or you get on the next job sort of thing. You wouldn't have those contacts with the other guys. You know, that's what they do sort of thing. So, yeah, I had to make a change and for, to better myself, for myself and my kids and my family. So, yeah. And um, I didn't realise how much I could change with the stuff that you've provided and your team. It's just been unbelievable what a journey it has been. How do you feel that you've changed the most? The most, I would say, is my mindset. The most. I've, I've, I've got clear mind now. I've done Grand Cardone business courses. I've done a crypto course for eight weeks. I've just been smashing all these courses at the moment. My, and I'm just about to do my contractor's license, get my electrical business going. And, yeah, it's just an awesome journey I'm on. It's fantastic. Had you ever done any of that sort of like self-growth, personal development stuff in the past? No, no, nothing at all. Hmm. So what was no. your mindset like? like before you started working with us? Like what was your mindset like then? So it was just in a stupid routine. It was very short and tunnel visioned. I could read a, a book, for instance, and I wouldn't even remember what, I, what the book was about. It was just, that's how bad it was. Yeah, so to come on board and, and to come out with this, is just, I didn't think this would, could exist, you know? Like this is just fucking amazing. Well, how many years did you live like that where you'd read a uh, book, you couldn't remember it? You're just in that like, uh, it's like was, an autopilot. I was, yeah, I was probably doing that for many years. Many, many years. Did you I ever say, try anything to fix it? No, well, I didn't. I didn't. I was, um, I'll tell you what, I used to get really bad red eyes all the fucking time. And I was just like, man, what's going on? I used to get clear eyes, pump my clear eyes. That would get me going. You know, I could look better, talk to people. And um, I'd get really anxious and stuff as well. I'll just, so I thought it was about an, an allergy. I went to an allergy specialist and they end up giving me this super-duper needle from overseas somewhere. It was really expensive, right? And um, that wasn't fixing me either. And I was looking at spending money in the wrong area. And, um, yeah, I was just it was just basically I needed to come to, to you guys first. I would have been heats better. I just, you know, with that tunnel vision, it was just I was just looking in the wrong areas. 
And it's hard, man, when you're in that tunnel vision, like, like I've been there before, when you're in that tunnel vision, it's like you can't see anything outside. It's like you just keep going down doing the same things, doctors, 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 keep drinking piss, keep eating shit, food, all that. And it's kind of like in, in a cycle. So in in terms of like a other stuff that you tried, like before working with us, had you tried any other things? Did you try plans? Did you try researching different diets, anything like that? Yeah, so I did a couple of diets. I did the um, paleo, I think it was, the paleo diet. I yeah. did that. It didn't really work for me. It started off all right, but, yeah, I sort of didn't follow through with it and I was, wasn't feeling the best. I was, like, low energy. So, yeah, I gave that a miss. I sort of just been really starting stuff and never really finishing anything, you know? Mm. Why do you feel that was? Oh, just the mindset wasn't there. It wasn't like, yeah, I wasn't prepared for it. Had you ever worked on your mindset or tried anything to work on that? No, no, nothing at all. Hmm. It's interesting, hey, because like when most people look at trying to lose weight or get into shape or get healthy and whatnot, we always just focus on the diet. It's like you just go try the paleo diet, try a keto diet, intermittent fasting, fucking vegan. If you're one of those unfortunate people that gets forced into that. And then you look at that and it, it just doesn't work most of the time. So all up here, huh? Yeah, exactly. Every single time. And so, okay, so then what was it that made you actually want to reach out to, to us and have a chat? What it was was I wasn't being uh, the father I thought I could have been. I was very short. I was tempered. Yeah, I was just like, didn't really like the way I was communicating with my kids. So I needed to change real quick because I wanted to be a really top father to my two daughters, you know? So, yeah, that was the biggest thing. Obviously, and then the physique was next. And then, you know, just basically feeling like you keep going on about James, you keep going on about how you, uh, you can feel like an invincible a man, you know. And I didn't believe you when you said that sort of shit and until it happened to me. And I was like, fuck off. This is what it feels like, you know. So pretty good, yeah. huh? <laughs> it feels amazing. Yeah. But it so, totally does. You think if you would think like when you're in that state where you're waking up every day, foggy, slow, lethargic, feeling like crap. For someone to go and say, oh, no, no, you, this is how you meant to feel. Like, you should jump up out of bed. You're like, no way, you're talking shit. <laughs> and it's really, really hard to, like, look beyond that perspective that we have because, like, I mean, for you and, and then for me and for a lot of other blokes, like, when we're in that state, that's all we know. We only know bloating. We only know being gassy. We only know having, like, a low sex drive, like, all that sort of stuff. That's that's all you know. You're like, no, nah, I'm over 30 now. Fuck it. It's My life's done. It's all downhill from here. So, what did you do? Like, because you didn't, obviously, you didn't stick with that perspective you allowed it to change why was it that you were open to changing that perspective where instead of thinking that this is my lot i'm just going to be stuck feeling like shit for the rest of my life what allowed you to actually work past that and actually work towards the stage where you are now uh so it would have been probably probably a midlife crisis sort of thing as well since i've, I've turned 37 just recently and, and i'm thinking well you know gotta really start looking after your health you know you gotta getting towards the middle age here soon. So I've probably hit it a little bit early. But, um, yeah, I just wanted to make sure that I could keep hold of my health and, and maintain it. Totally. It's one of those things when it's always 30. Like it's always 30, <laughs> 35. Like we start thinking like, ah, fuck, I've really got to start looking after myself now. Yeah, It's a funny thing with blokes. Okay. And then so when you started working with us, like what were the changes that you feel that we made which helped you the most at the start to get the ball rolling? Okay. First thing was the, the dairy and the, and the no gluten. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the first thing. And and I was like, uh, oh, man, you know, I love bread. 
you know, and I was like, man, how am I going to do this? But then I was just eating the um, the non-gluten bread and it was fine. It was just, I had to adapt the taste to it, but it's just as good now as the loaf of bread to me. Like, it's 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 easy to do. I, I was quite lucky to have um, Harry as my mentor. He's uh, He's got a, his background as a chef, so he's got all the recipes as well. I can help you out. And there's that many options out there anyway at the supermarkets and, and eating out. There's, there's heaps of range for gluten-free. So that was probably the biggest, hardest thing for me to change my diet was to, to adapt to that. But, yeah, once I was away, I've, I've stuck to it and now it's just become a normal thing for me. Did you notice any effects at all, like from, from reducing your gluten? Yeah. So I didn't feel as bloated as I normally do, as well as my digestion was superb. Yeah, and I and I think that's when I started to actually I could think a bit more clearly as well. Yeah, definitely. Besides piss as well, I got off the piss for quite a while. That'll do it as well. That'll that'll yeah. do it. So so you were drinking how many beers a day were you drinking before? Oh, I was probably between ten to twelve beers every night there at one stage when I was working that three and one roster, four and one rosters. So I was doing that. That's a fair bit, hey. Yeah, so I really needed to – I knew it wasn't good for me, but I just still did it anyway. But, yeah, I'm glad I've turned it around now and got back on track. So Why did you keep doing it anyway, even though you knew it wasn't good for you? Just to fit in, really. Just to fit in with the boys and, you know, just being away, you're away from your family and they sort of become your second family out there. So, yeah. But, yeah. I'm glad how, I got how did you go now? Like, because you've you've quit, you've you've massively reduced it now. It's like, how did you go with fitting in while not drinking as much? Well, it wasn't easy. I just found another hobby to do, which was to go to the gym and, and exercise. Found a new bunch of group of friends. So yeah, it was quite easy transitioning. I did I copped a bit of shit from the boys, but yeah, I just feed it back to them. It's all good, you know. How long do they give you shit for for not drinking? Oh, I just oh, probably I don't know, probably a couple of weeks. And then they all just gave up and, yeah, so. It's, it's funny, man, because it, that's such like a big fear for a lot of dudes when they don't. Like, so back in the day when I was bodybuilding, right, I was 18 when I first started. So I have a funny story of how I got into being fit. It's like I used to fucking love getting pissed before <laughs> I turned 18, right? So before I turned 18, I used to drink a lot. And then after I turned 18, I didn't. But I pretty much like, you know, schoolies, right? So end of school, HSC, I got super fucking belted for like two or three weeks straight before schoolies got alcohol poisoning right before schoolies. So I couldn't do anything then. And then I didn't drink like literally after that at all. But I found it super weird because, or not weird, but when I stopped drinking and and started lifting and training, I had a whole heap of mates who just like, just dropped me. Like you wouldn't hang out. Like no one would be social with you because like I, I wouldn't drink. I couldn't drink because I had an inflamed liver and it wasn't very happy with me, but it was still like this whole rejection thing. And then even going through college and whatnot, where I was bodybuilding and doing all that, people just didn't, they don't want to hang out with you when you're not drinking. And it's a really, really, it can be super difficult. Because like you think, oh, fuck, I'm just going to be Nigel No Mates, just chilling by myself and going to the gym. How did you get around that sort of mindset or that sort of thought pattern? Yeah, so I'm a very um, – I pretty much went from having friends to straight into, I don't know, being an individual. Yeah, I was just fully focused on myself and I sort of made, pretty much just shut everything down as well. I just wanted to – just went solo pretty much. And then, yeah, that was uh, pretty much it. I just went solo. How'd that feel? It felt good because the only person I was letting down was myself. Yeah, and I just yeah, it was pretty easy for me to to be honest. Eh? 
what made you decide that it was worth it to to not be hanging out with those boys as much who were getting fucked up every night and to go solo? Financially as well, like it was costing a lot of money and I was feeling guilty because I was spending money on myself and not for my family. If you don't mind me asking, how much were you spending on piss? Oh, what, what, what's that going to be? That's going to be like, oh, let's work it out. So half a card and a nine for a week. Oh, that's going to be probably 300 bucks there sitting there, eh? Fuck. 300 yeah. bucks a week. So when the money's coming in, you know, pretty good. When you're doing those long swings, you're just sort of splurging, you know? Yeah, right. So that's like, like 15 Gs a year. Yeah, that's a lot, eh? Yeah, like it's that's a serious amount, yeah. It adds what, up a lot. Hey, man, we get uh, a lot of dudes who come in and they're smoking like a pack a day, six beers a night. You're like, fuck. Like, that's <laughs> it's expensive, huh? Yeah, it is expensive. Yeah, absolutely. Really expensive. What have you yep. done now with that? With that, Now you've got an extra $300 plus a week. What do you do with that money instead? Oh, so I'm looking at doing these courses, uh, business modules and stuff so that they can better myself for me and my family. That's super cool, man. So, so that's what's paying for like Grant Cardone's course for the crypto yeah. courses, all that sort of stuff. That, that's exactly it. That's where the money's coming from. The extra money. Yeah. That's fucking awesome, man. So, okay. So all the money's coming in and going to these places where you're then going to make more money on that investment as well. Exactly. Yeah. hundred percent. I love that, man. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. Yeah. And it wasn't. And like that either. Like this sort of just happened while I was doing this this course with you and your and your team. It just sort of just when my mind became clear, it just all this sort of stuff just rolled in one after each other. Like That's dope. It, yeah, it was really cool. So, what are your next goals? Like, what are you gonna are you gonna go and try and invest in crypto? Are you gonna like you, you said yeah. you're starting out your business? Like, what are you gonna be doing next? So I made a players in the crypto market after doing this course i'm very happy with i've got some success so far i've also i've got a plan to build a house over maggie island next year so and the girls i've got a 12 year old and a 10 year old girl girls so they're pretty happy to go over to maggie island and and start a life over there so yeah i've got some some really good girls in place at the moment and obviously to maintain my physique and and my mental health and all that sort of stuff as well along the journey for years to come Crushing it, man. That's fucking awesome. So you're physically healthier, mentally healthier, and financially healthier all at the same time. Exactly. Yeah. It's not a bad result. I guess the program nah. works a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> program. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Okay. And so like when you're going through the program, like you've obviously you've you've lost weight. You're feeling better. You're clear in your head. You're thinking better. For you, like if you had to put it down to one win that was the biggest or the one change in your life, be it in family, be it in you or or wherever, what was the biggest win that you had? Biggest win I had would probably be the way I'm more relaxed now with my my two daughters. Like I can remember being in a stressful environment before this program and uh, just some of the stuff that's happened now, like they'd be punching each other or, or rolling around on the couch and I'd get really upset with that sort of stuff. But it's now it's the way I can approach my kids and just talk calmly and get the results I want without being an asshole to my kids. That's probably the biggest thing. What do you think allowed you to do that? I think just by getting the body and the mindset all, all, all in one, one go. I think it is. Yeah, just everything's cycling the right way. Maybe I think I think that's why it is. So just by your body getting better through your mind getting better, you naturally just started parenting better as well. Yeah, I've had a few videos with uh, techniques from from Harry as well that um, have helped me as well along the journey. But yeah, I think when it's yeah, it's been probably just 
yeah, a mixture of all that sort of stuff. And, and what effect has that had on your girls with you being like oh, this? These girls, they come up to me and they go, Dad, I don't even know you anymore. This is, <laughs> you know, how cool is it? What, you know, can you stay all this forever? You start getting comments like that. I was just like, oh, thank goodness. <laughs> it, it's super interesting, man, because like in the role of the dad like and the man in the house, we're like the confidence bringer. Like we bring confidence to our girls. We make them feel safe and secure and all that. Have you noticed a personality change in them at all? Are they more yes, outgoing but, or anything like that? Because I definitely have. Absolutely. Yeah. What, what have you noticed exactly? So my girls are getting more confident. They're less naughty. <laughs> and they really they're getting some really good results at school. It's yeah, it's really going really good. Even at school they're doing better. Yeah, they're doing better at school. They're getting really good remarks at school. Um, yeah. I've got the little one, she's playing heaps of sport at the moment. She's she's been battling an, an ankle heel injury. And she is just killing it. We just ice her up and she comes good and she's focused again for the next game the next day. Like, it's just, yeah, it's really fantastic. How does that feel for you? Oh, it makes me feel proud. Makes me feel absolutely proud. Makes me feel good. Sensational. Hmm, That's really cool. Have you noticed any changes like in your friends group, family, around you, like, or anything like that since you've been doing this? Yeah, 100%. I've got some... Friends of mine that are interested in this group now, they, I think they get a phone call today to, to start their journey. So I'm excited to see where they take it. And my mother, she, she's been just killing it. She's lost five kilos. She's, she's trying to, I don't know, she's trying to do, I'm trying to get her involved with what I've been doing, but she's a bit old school. So she's just trying to do all the treading water and the swimming pool sort of thing. And she's losing weight. She's not drinking as much. Same as the old boy, he's not drinking as much either. So, yeah, it's all happening around me. It's good. It's so interesting, man, how as soon as we have like one person within the community do well, how quickly other people go and start following. <laughs> yeah, it is. I didn't realize how much it really, really affected that, but it, it, I can see it there. So what I'm inferring out of this is that you've gone into like you're into you were in a position where you were just one of the pack, like you're doing what the boys were doing without without sounding too derogatory. It's almost like a sheep mentality. You're just there with the herd, right? You're just following because that's what everyone else does. You just drink because that's what everyone else does. You eat shit because that's what everyone else does. But now you've gone out and you've carved your own way. And you've become in and gone into more of a leadership type role where you're actually helping other people go and be better. So it's not just about you. It's about the way that you act affects your girls. It affects your family. It affects your mates. How have you felt about this role? I don't know if you've considered it all, but how does it feel that you're now going out and you're impacting these other people? Oh, it feels really good. I want to help people. I want to, I love helping people. Uh, it's, it makes me feel really good about helping people. So if I can, you know, have the time of day for them to help them on their journeys and stuff, I feel, you know, I'm doing a fantastic job as a human being. So, yeah, I just want to help people, eh, to be honest. It's the coolest thing, man. And what I, what I love about humans is that all of us inherently, like at that deepest level, that's all we want to do yeah. is we all just want to help. And I think the fucking, the coolest thing about seeing what you've done is that, all you did is you just went your own way 
and you just did your own thing and you looked after you and then everybody followed once they saw you on that massive upward trajectory. So one thing I've got to ask as well is like, like I'll I'll be straight out, like not everybody on our program like goes and crushes it. We've got guys who don't follow the plan. We've got guys who don't turn up to calls. We've got guys who don't take that step. You know, they come in, they think, oh, I've paid for the program. Therefore, I'm going to get results. Why do you feel that you got results to the extent that you did? Because you've smashed it, right? Like you've done really, really well. You're an exemplary man. You've lost a heap of weight. You're making 15 grand a year extra through not spending on piss, plus all the other stuff that you're going to do to really set yourself and your family up. Why were you so successful? I think it was because it's because your your training videos are just, it's, uh, it's really easy. Like you've got all the information there. Your program set up sensationally. I'm not trying to blow wind up your ass or anything like that, but you can keep blowing, bro. It's just set up where you can just fully focus. Like the videos are short, but you get straight to the point. And the way you deliver it, it's really easy to take in and soak in, and and you get the point, you know. So I think that's probably why. And having the mentors that you have, and that and the page that where everyone helps each other on that page is ridiculous. With you know, so I think it's a mixture of all that sort of stuff. Why why I was so successful. Thank you, man. That's really kind of you to say. And with that, like, I want to, I want to go even deeper. Like, I really appreciate you saying that, but I've got to give credit to you, man, because we wrote, we wrote the program. We've given you the systems and done that, but you've run with it. Like, you, you did that, man. Like, I can't take all the credit. Like, in fact, most of the credit goes to you. Why? What was it about the way that you attacked this? Why do you feel that you won so well? So, <laughs> so. I attacked it pretty hard because I was, um, I was like, so when I seen all this stuff, I was like, stress and anxiety. I went, I need to, I'm like, I need to hit that. I need to find out what exactly. I don't know what it was, to be honest. I kept hearing about it. I didn't know what it was until, you know, I went through your program, did all the research on it, and learned how to control it. And, and, you know, so I would just hit every subject that related to me and that program. And I just hit it hard because I just wanted to fix myself. So what was your experience with stress and anxiety? So I used to get really nervous. I'd get just going to pre-starts in the morning. I'd get really um, anxious. I don't know what reason why. I think, oh, well, it would have been from the alcohol, I'd say. And I, I, just, I wouldn't um, engage myself in any conversations that were deep. Like I, I was ashamed of looking people in the eye because I just felt like I was, I was in a deep, dark place so i was always cutting people short i just you know i didn't want to i didn't want to hang around anybody so that was i'm like i need to fix this hey so now i'll hit all that sort of stuff now i can engage myself and and have conversations and eye contact with people which is fantastic for me so yeah that's i was in a really bad place there for a while and um to come out of it was fantastic what effect has that had on you being able to have a, a proper conversation and look someone in the eye Oh, so it just makes me feel. It makes me feel awesome. Like it's, it's I, it's feel makes me feel. I'm interested in conversations now. I can hold a conversation. I can relate. I can soak it in, and it's just amazing. It's it's really good. I never used to be able to do that. I used to, you know, I just it's was be short. And I was just like, I got to go. I was just embarrassed, you know, myself. And yeah, so I was. Yeah, this is being truthful. You know, it's pretty. It was pretty bad. Mm. it's tough man where it's like did you ever get that thing where you'd be talking with someone and you feel like they can just see all of your flaws like everything that's wrong with you like they're just <laughs> staring at it and that's all they're seeing you know what exactly. i mean 
Yeah, for sure. <laughs> it's, it's the weirdest thing. And like, have you, I know because I used to have that super bad dude, like really, really bad. And it was like every time I was speaking to someone, I'm like they're looking at my fucking eyebrows. Like my eyebrows are fucking massive right now, aren't they? It's like I've got shit on my face. I've got like something like that. But then when you lose that anxiety and you can actually go and have a conversation, it's actually like it's really nice to have yeah. a good quality conversation with someone. Exactly. Yeah, full on. I remember my first, I had Sean as my first video call and I couldn't have, I didn't have the guts to turn the video on. I was just that ashamed of myself. So I got poor Shawnee in the background with his line in the background. He's, he's trying to talk and I'm just going, oh, for fuck's sake, man. Just, you know, I just couldn't turn the video on, man. Like I was that embarrassed of myself. I was there. Uh, that's how bad I was. So to come out of this where I'm in today, I would normally get really, really nervous, especially talking to the man James Cant. So and, uh, it's been it's been really good to come this far and, and not get nervous anymore. And it's been, it's been a fantastic journey. How long did it take you to be able to have a video call? Um, what was it? No, nah, no. Nah, straight the next one. The next one I had was um, a week later, and it was with um, Harry. And I went straight into a video call with Harry because I. Wanted to go to work. I wanted to go to war and, and that it all out. So I manned up and, yeah, just fucking got it done. Dude, I love how much your mindset and your thought process has shifted. It's crazy. <laughs> really crazy. Uh, so, okay, but let's look at this then, though, because in that moment where you, you didn't even want to turn on your video, right, to chat with Sean in, in that yeah. first call, what was it that made you want to push through with the program? Even though, because I've been there, dude, it's like you, you fucking riddle with anxiety. You'd feel like you're fucking shaking. You're hoping that nobody sees it and picks up that you're anxious. What made you want to go through and actually do the program instead of doing what a lot of guys in that moment is just chicken out? We had, we had one guy on with, um, with Laura the other day, for example, and the poor bastard was riddled with anxiety and was about to take the step forwards and he was about to, to, to go through and, and, and said, said he wanted to work with us. And then right at the last minute, bang, like hung up on the call. He just like couldn't do it. What made you go through with it, even though you had that anxiety, instead of you know hanging up like this other poor bloke did? Uh, Sean asked me a question. He said, what do you want to get out of this course? And I said to him, the biggest thing was I fucking I got red eyes all the time. I'm sick of looking like shit. Is that something you can fix? And he said, the way he said it was just like, 100% dude, we can fix that up. And I think I said to him, I said, oh, I said to him, well, how, what sort of time frame do you think? And he said, he said to me, he goes, oh, but anywhere between three to six weeks. And I was like, fuck, you know what? If I if I can get that, that's what that was. That was my drive. Was was Sean promised well telling me that he could fix me with my eyes, and that was the biggest thing for me was to look better, being confident out in public, and get taking photos and stuff like that. So that was my drive out of the course to get me going. That's why I went through with it. Oh yeah. So, How uh, long did it take you to get rid of the red eyes? So it took me probably just over six weeks. Just over. Yeah, but it was yeah, it was definitely definitely something I needed to do. Wish I had some photos of how how I was looking back at then. You know, it was fucking shit, dude. That's the thing that we hear about. Like I I I had the same thing. It's like. I wish I took photos of myself at my worst so I could, could compare it. But at the at the time when you're at your worst, you don't want to see that shit. You just don't want to take it, do you? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Mm. Did you have any hesitations, any reservations, anything that was like during the program where you thought, ah, oh, maybe this isn't going to work. I've got to bail out now. No, not really. Um, I was actually, 
one of your videos that really touched me was, um, you know, how you get these thoughts in your head and you just, I think you said to me, you just, on one of your videos, you go, just fucking go out there and fucking do it or something like that. I was like, you know, and then so when I get those thoughts now in my head, when I, when I used to, I'd just fucking think about that and just go and fucking do it. And then I'll do it. It made me feel like running up Castle Hill, I'd come down and it just made me feel so fucking good. And, you know, it was just worth it, you know. So I've been doing that. And now I don't really have those thoughts in my head anymore. I just go and do it now. It just comes naturally. If I don't do it, I get upset with myself and I'll do it twice the next day. Totally. It's funny, man. One thing I got taught by one of my early mentors is um, when you've got something that you need to do, you just go fucking do it because every minute where you don't do it, every minute you're putting it off, that anxiety just builds and builds and builds because that little voice in your head keeps running. It's like the more you can just go get it done and the more you can take action, the better off you'll be. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So dude, if, there, if there's like someone on here is watching it who could relate to you, who maybe isn't being the best dad to their kids and wants to be better, wants to lose weight, wants to drop some of the piss or wants to enjoy some of the success that you've had in all areas of your life, wants to be a leader like you, what would you advise them on doing from your experience? What would you suggest are their best next steps in order to get the results that you've got? Oh, they'd have to jump on this program for sure and get a mentor. Giving a mentor is just ridiculous. Um, that's uh, I've never thought. I never thought that you can exist for having a mentor. Like I just with that tunnel vision, you know. So to have a mentor for the first time is just an experience. It it's just been absolutely a fantastic ride. Yeah, so I'd really recommend getting a mentor and, and jumping on a program like this and getting that clear mindset and, um, yeah, and then things will just start flowing. Why was getting a mentor so important for you? Well, I didn't know what a, what a mentor was until I had one. Like I was just like a guy that could, you know, basically be there for me whenever I needed. It was just ridiculous. And then to have those, I think I was struggling. I was struggling with bench press one day. And I said, uh, I said well, why don't I go to my mentor? I go to Harry and said, Harry, I can't, I'm not lifting, I'm not getting past this 100 kilos on the bench press. What's, can you help me out? And he's like, yeah, man, sure. And then he sent me a video of the correct way to bench properly. And then he told me to also get on the dumbbells as well. And then I just smashed that within the first week and it got me past it. And, yeah, it was just like fucking how cool was having a mentor. That's, that's what it had done for me. And not just only that sort of stuff, there was this fatherhood stuff as well. Like, it was just really cool. I could lean on someone to have a mentor. It was fantastic. Yeah, it's. I've always found it cool. Like I've always had mentors and it is – it's someone that you can lean on. I love that that description of it because it's just there's someone who's always there who always has your back no matter what. And that's pretty rare these days, isn't it? Yeah, for sure. 100%. Totally. But man, thank you so much for coming on and sharing your story. I've really enjoyed talking to you about this. I'm nah, just so fucking pumped to see where you're going to be. Happy to do it, mate. All good. Yeah, it was a pleasure, man. Thank you very much for your time. There is, mate. Thanks, Cheers, mate. brother. See ya. I hope you enjoyed the video. If you got something out of it and you want to learn more, click the link below or type in High Performance Conversations with James Can, and you'll be able to check out all the podcasts that we've done. We cover a stack of different topics, everything from getting your mojo back, overcoming anxiety, self-doubt, self-esteem, and learning from some of the industries and some of the world's top performers in both business and in health. Look forward to having you on there.